Hey everybody, welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies and we are back once again to bring you a few selections to watch over the weekend on streaming. And we're going to get right into this and I will hand it over to Paul. Oh, why thank you, Renee. So um, there's kind of been a trend lately, well lately for a while now, of hey, I really like this film that they made, type they made in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and I want to make a film just like it. I'm going to kind of ape it and all this. And it's, to me, it's like, oh, that's fine, but why don't you make a, a movie that's, you know, a 2023 movie, you know, not, <laughs> a, not or a 2022 movie. Um, but, you know, occasionally it's, it's useful. And uh, my follow, this following one kind of seems like it's going to start out that way, but then it is infused with uh, modern sensibilities and actually does a great balancing act um and so it's about a group of indie filmmakers who head out to a farm to make a film and uh, oh that film is a porno and the film is x by ty west uh and it's currently showing on fubo and showtime but showtime has now been rolled into paramount plus so if you're someone like me who actually held on to your paramount plus subscription all of a sudden you actually have a buttload of movies to watch so um, I was like, oh, wow, because this was one I had missed. And uh, it stars Mia Goth, and it takes place in 1979. And, it, and it's it's sort of like been compared to a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it definitely has that sort of vibe to it. Uh, yes, it is, a, it is a bit of a slasher, but, uh, it again, Ty West really puts more a mo more modern take on it as well. He does, he does a real nice balancing act with it. Um, it takes its good long time building up the story and building up the characters, uh, and it's not just like a unrelenting gore fest. I mean, there's there's some decent gore there that happens, but it takes its time and it it works real well. And Mia Goth Goth is excellent in it. One thing to note: it does when you watch this initially, it does seem to have a bit of a shall we say ageist perspective where there's fear of. Uh, aging is sort of a, a major theme that at least comes across initially with it. Uh, but it's still worth watching. Um, again, it's uh, X, and that's just the letter X, because that's what not only pornos were, but also you know, unrated films like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they had to release them via X as well. So it is X by Ty West. It is excellent. Um, starring Mia Goth. And speaking of indie filmmakers, I'll pass this to Zach. Uh, thank you, Paul. Not only am I an indie filmmaker, uh, I think everyone also knows that I'm a huge sports fan. So uh, I have some, some sports documentaries lined up this week. And you can actually, uh, this is actually going to be a, a double feature uh, a little bit, I guess. Ooh. So... These are both on HBO Max. Uh, the first one is called Tour de Pharmacy, and it is a riveting expose about, uh, well, the Tour de France and uh, the usage of performance-enhancing uh, substances to get an edge uh, in that particular sporting event. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's a that's a bike race. Uh, I think it's I think it, I don't I can't remember where it is, but. Um, it's a great, it's a great little documentary. It's a, it's a really interesting <laughs> insight. I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> it's not a real documentary, uh, <laughs> but it is amazing. And I'm just going to read you off the cast list real quick. Uh, if, if this doesn't convince you to watch this, 
I don't know what will. It's got Andy Samberg, Orlando Bloom, Freddie Highmore, James Barston, Danny Glover, Mike Tyson, Jeff Goldblum, and John Cena. Oh, and it's got Maya Rudolph in it. Um, so this is a, a little HBO mockumentary uh, that was made a couple years ago. And then there's uh, kind of a, another one. I think they only made two of these, and I don't know why, because they're amazing. Um, but the second one is called Seven Days in Hell. And it's about a, a seven-day-long tennis match uh, between two tennis players uh, played by Andy Samberg and Kit Harrington. Um, this one's also <laughs> got a bunch, uh, a, a bunch of great little cameos. It's got Fred Armisen. It's got Will Forte. It's got uh, uh, Howie Mandel. And it's also got David Copperfield. So um, <laughs> these are both, like, really fun. They're really stupid. They're, they're really hilarious. I think they're both, like, maybe 15, 20 minutes long. Uh, no, actually, I take that back. I'm looking in now, and, and they're both like 40 minutes long. So, uh, Renee, please edit that out so I don't sound like I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, but they're both really fun. They're both really goofy. Uh, these are these kind of I, – I don't hear people talk about these a lot, and I kind of feel like maybe they're um, – since they're not really like shows, they're not – they're I, they're, I don't know. They're, they're, they're hard to quantify, so I think that they, uh, they're not on a lot of people's radar. But – uh, now that they're on your radar, you can watch them this weekend. And once again, uh, Tour de Pharmacy and Seven Days in Hell, are they're both playing on, I'm still calling it HBO Max. I don't care what stupid <laughs> thing they rebrand. These are these are HBO, these originally aired on HBO, so uh, appropriately enough, I'm still going to call it HBO Max. Uh, and uh, speaking of uh, someone who I think is uh, currently on Performance Enhancing Drugs just for this podcast, Renee... Uh, what's your, what's your first pick this week? I am, and you swore that you wouldn't sell me oh. out, but yeah, oh, thanks. Sorry. Well, you can thanks edit that out. Too, I, so. I, I will edit that out. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's it's this is fantastic because as much as you are a super sports fan, I am a super numbers person. You know, I'm all about numbers and math and stuff. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Um, so that is, but that is my theme. My theme is numbers and it actually, it, it actually works out well. Let's see if I can kind of twist this in some way, because <laughs> there is someone in my life that is all about numbers and that is my nephew. And Yay. it just, yeah, yeah. You're, you're a fan of him. Um, <laughs> and it just so happens that on this day, picture it. January. I don't think I should maybe tell tell his birth date, but January. No, please give us the the birth date and the uh, social security the social number. Security, yeah. <laughs> and what, what bank? Code. What bank? What bank does he use? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> January nineteen ninety six. A, a young, adorable seventeen year old me. <laughs> I'm sure I was young and adorable at the time, but I was. I was called home to tell my parents that I would be home late because I was going to stay out and watch a movie. And my dad said, okay, by the way, you're an aunt now. (laughs) Okay, thanks. And that movie just happened to be this movie. And this movie is seven. (laughs) So this movie, uh, this movie is about two detectives that are on the hunt of a serial killer. And all of his victims are murdered but under the essence of you know the seven deadly sins so someone is murdered because they have a very gluttonous lifestyle or you know you know somebody who lives because they live a certain type of way and they are punished for their for their sins and 
the actors in this movie, the detectives are played by Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. And the serial killer is played by Kevin Spacey. And the performances in this movie are pretty outstanding. It, it's just, it's a really amazing movie. It's just, it's it's riveting. It really pulls you in. And it's just so good. Gwyneth Paltrow was in it before she got all goopy. Um, <laughs> it was just, it's just a good movie. And it is available to watch where else but Tubi. It's also on, I believe, Apple TV. Uh, and I think there is a Apple TV sub you can get through Paramount Plus. So you you may potentially have that if you have Paramount Plus. But you can always watch it through Tubi. Yeah, that's my recommendation. Is this the movie Seven? And you can watch that on Tubi. And on that note, I will pass this back to you, Paul. Why, thank you, Renee. I'll, I'll definitely second Seven. Um, fantastic film. Yeah. And and to me, I always thought it was kind of interesting. It's It's like they took the late 60s, early 70s, horror comedy subgenre of themed killers, theme killing like, uh, you know, abominable Dr. Fibes and, uh, theater of theater of death and, and took the comedy out of it. Mm. <laughs> and, and it's an amazing film. Um, so speaking of killers, uh, so my first film was X and when, when, while they were filming X, uh, Ty West put together a proposal for a actual prequel, while they were still filming it, and it got greenlit, and he convinced uh, Mia Goth to stay in New Zealand where they filmed it, even though it's supposed to be, like, you know, in the Midwest somewhere. And uh, they filmed this prequel called Pearl, and it's currently playing again on Fubo and Showtime, but Showtime is part of Paramount+. And this is a prequel that it is absolutely amazing. Mia Goth is fantastic in this. I mean, people talked about she should have been nominated for an Oscar for this, and it was pretty close. I mean, she she does a great job. And what's really neat about this film is, so this film is shot in, instead of like a 70s style, and again, but modernized, This is there are parts of this that feel like golden age of Hollywood. And, and, uh, and with, uh, you know, just, you know, bright colors and just uh, really just amazing stuff. But then it also has takes it, it turns and ha you know, there are times when it feels very modern and Mia Goth's acting is, is does that too. It doesn't, it's not, it, it, there, there are times where it's very appropriate where she feels like she's kind of like doing the melodrama from the golden age of Hollywood. And then other times just very subtle. And there's a, like a fantastic monologue she does uh, towards the end. But what's really neat about this film is it makes X a much better film. Like you watch this after watching X or you can, you don't even have to go back to watch X, but you could. And it, it greatly enhances the motivations of some of the characters in that film. And, and I think it takes away, it removes that, that ageism of, of it because it adds a different motivation, uh, which makes it really fascinating. Again, it has a very modern feel to it in spite of also Times feeling like a golden age film. So it, he, Ty West does an amazing job with this. And they're actually working on a, a third film called Maxine. Uh, but that one's uh, still to be filmed. But yeah, this one is, I think it's fantastic. And Mia Goth really just, she hits it out of the park with this. Um, so that's Pearl on uh, Showtime and uh, Fubo. And talking about about the golden age of Hollywood. I'll pass this to Zach. 
Uh, thanks again, Paul. You know, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in you, though, because Why? I have a feeling that you missed uh, our episode from like five weeks ago, <laughs> and that's that's disappointing because oh, I oh no, I, did you recommend those? Uh, well, that's not the that's not the important part. That's fine. We were recommending all the time. I swear, I didn't. No, 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 no. It's it's fine. Uh, but the thing that the thing that I hate. No, no, it's good. It's good. Um, that you know, I, I doubt everyone listens to every single episode as they're <laughs> supposed to. But um, no, I, I just I was just uh, I reminded. <laughs> I was I was reminded on that on that episode. I I ripped off your bit about a different movie and just to make you mad. But then you didn't listen to it. So I did uh, listen to it. Mission actually, failed. I swear, I swear, <laughs> I searched on on Pearl in the. Uh, oh, that's it, because I only that's the same. X. Yeah, that's the okay. same as listening. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, no, I did Paul. listen, but. You, there's all, there's 263 instances of X in that spreadsheet. There you go. Um, <laughs> hey, Paul. You know what? If 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 I was a GI Joe, I think my code name would be Double Feature, uh, because I I brought you one Double Feature already, and I'm about to bring you another one because uh, we actually I, I I totally forgot to. Uh, this was something I was going to recommend earlier. Something I was I was going to do a Double Feature recommendation earlier. Um, but if, if I don't write it down, I forget about it cause I have a goldfish memory, but anyways, mm-hmm. um, I'm doing it now. It's, it's a, it's a month late cause a month ago we lost, uh, one of the most important voices in, uh, I would say modern literature, but I'm just going to say all literature forever. Uh, of course I'm talking about, uh, Cormac McCarthy, uh, <laughs> who passed away. Uh, he is the author of, uh, a bunch of books that you may be familiar with, uh, The Blood Meridian, All the Pretty Horses, some of his most popular, but he has a couple of uh, pretty good adaptations of his works, and I'm actually going to recommend two right now. Uh, the first one is a an uplifting story about a little boy and his father, and they go on a fun little road trip. Uh, the name of the movie is <laughs> The Road. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so just a, just a little warning, do not watch this movie if you're depressed or... Um, not in a good place because it's not going to help you at all. Um, no, this is a post-apocalyptic film about a, a father played by Viggo Mortensen, uh, who's basically just trying to keep his, his son played by, I think this may have been one of his, his first, uh, film roles, uh, Cody Smith McPhee, uh, trying to keep his son alive in a world that is basically, uh, just trying to kill everyone. And, um, phenomenal cast. I mean, you got them. You got uh, Charlize Theron, Theron in it as well. Uh, you've also got Guy Pierce. Uh, it's it's a really <laughs> it's a really depressing movie, um, but it's it's well made and uh, it's it's definitely. I actually I actually think as as depressing as the movie is, the book's actually more depressing. They lightened it up a little bit, but it does capture um, some of that like hopelessness of the book. So again, if you're not into that sort of thing, maybe skip this one. Um, but the road is available. It says <laughs> on the site I look at it says the CW. Is that a is there, is there a CW streaming service? Wow! And, and maybe. also <laughs> that does not seem to jive with the, the CW aesthetic. But maybe it's on there. Um, it's also on Hoopla, Voodoo, Tubi, Redbox, Pluto TV, Plex, and Freebie. So lots of uh, lots of options there. Uh, and then my second recommendation is in this double feature is. Uh, you know, The Road's a good movie, but uh, my second recommendation is literally one of my favorite, probably top five, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, and that is uh, No Country for Old Men, 2007 uh, by the Coen brothers. Oh, man, I don't even know what to say about this movie other than it is uh, literally one of the most well-crafted films I think has ever been made. 
Um, I actually put off reading the book because uh, I saw the movie first and I put off reading the book because I was like, mm, what if the book is better and it actually lessens the movie? You know, sometimes you, you watch a movie and you like it and then you, you read the book and you're like, oh, it actually could have been a lot better. Uh, in this case, it's actually the two complement each other. I believe Cormac McCarthy actually wrote uh, the, the story as a screenplay, couldn't get it produced, then wrote the novel and then the Coen brothers made the movie off the novel. So anyways, uh, phenomenal book, phenomenal movie. Uh, I guess I should tell you what it's about. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> If you don't know for some reason, it's uh, Josh Brolin is a guy who finds some money uh, out in the middle of uh, the Texas uh, scrub, so to speak. Uh, he knows that it's from what appears to be a drug deal gone bad. Um, but then the guy who, uh, who who the money belongs to comes looking for him. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, I'm sure everyone is familiar with some of the, the lines and scenes from this movie, if you haven't seen it, but phenomenal movie. Uh, like I said, top five film of all time for me. Uh, this one's on prime video, Fubo, Paramount plus Pluto TV and Plex. And this is a uh, double feature signing off and passing it over to uh, Renee. If you were a GI Joe, what, what do you think your, your code name would be? Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh man. that's a weird. That'd be a weird code name, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Yeah, because people would never look at me and think that. Oh, oh boy. Oh man is my code name. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, we're we're padding it out because Bill's not here to add like twenty minutes of <laughs> random aside. So I'm trying to pad it out a little bit. I could try recommending another film you've already recommended, Zach. If you want. Nah. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Go go ahead. Go for it. Go look at what I recommended <laughs> last week. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, uh, so, no, no, no. Uh, so, my next recommendation is also on theme with numbers. And so, we're going to jump. We're going to jump into the future here and talk about a man. He's been given a very big task of saving the world. That's right. It is the year 2257, and this delightful man is none other than Mr. Corbin Dallas. Mm. I can't believe we've never <laughs> recommended this on Q-Tips <laughs> before, but this movie is The Fifth Element, and we have covered this in a previous episode, and I was probably a little cranky at the time. I remember being <laughs> a little I remember being a little critical, and mm. it's funny because I watched it again recently, and I was just delighted. Anyway, all that aside, this movie is The Fifth Element, and it's it's just great. It's just a great movie. It's got a great cast, and it's just great. It's 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 fun. It's exciting. It's really funny. The acting is amazing. It's colorful. It's just unique. There's so many things that you know at the time we just hadn't seen, you know, in movies and. I just, I love this movie and you can watch it on Tubi. And I think, oh, and then I I actually would have had a third amazing crossover suggestion, which would have been 12 Monkeys, but it's not mm. streaming right now. Oh no. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. But if you, you can rent it. Which was actually the, the film I was supposed to go see when, when Christopher was born. <laughs> <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I was supposed to go see? to the movies that day. But, uh, see? That's it. That's a hashtag buy physical media right there because the fact that that yeah. movie isn't streaming anywhere is a crime. It is. You can rent it, and <sighs> you know, of course. But yes, yes, you, you could can just buy buy, buy physical media. I think that 
that's nice. I think that's nice that it worked out that you couldn't go to the movies and then I ended up going to the movies because I didn't I didn't anticipate going to the movies that day. <laughs> it all balances out in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I think that's it. Does anybody oh. have? Oh, oh, oh. Oh no, I was I was gonna say because I think I think some people may tune in and not realize that once upon a time we we recorded like really long episodes about one movie and, and you mentioned this, but <laughs> if you go back into our archives, we we like Renee said, uh, we we spent like a whole three hours just dissecting the Fifth Element <laughs> like scene by scene, uh, or or should I say element by element? <laughs> Anyways, uh... <laughs> um, so yeah, go go listen to that if you're. Uh, uh, once you run out of TV and movies to watch because they may not be making any new stuff for a while here. So, um, yeah, listen to some podcasts. You could probably listen to it on like 1.25. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't encourage that. That, that reduces <laughs> our, our listen time. That that makes our metrics set seem worse. Listen oh, to it, it on point five actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, slow it down <laughs> so yeah, we have more play time. Yeah. You should do that instead. I don't know if that's actually how it works, but do it anyways. Huh. Great. Uh, so, on that note, does anybody do you have anybody have anything to sing us out with? Zach, do you want to do want to reprise? Didn't you do the theme from X on uh, on that episode? Yeah, I remember that, right? Uh, no, I think I sang the song, the theme song to Better Luck Tomorrow, which oh, you that's know right. if uh, yeah, I did. I saw, no. I saw it. I listened. I really did. I just mm-hmm, I searched mm-hmm. on Pearl and didn't see X. Well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, uh, I was I was going to. I actually, like how I like how you say you watched the episode and immediately followed up by saying YouTube? you searched the spreadsheet. <laughs> like, two different to make sure I don't forget. We have like oh. six hundred recommendations, right? So I do search the spreadsheet, and then I, I listened to it. I searched I the spreadsheet. I listened. I did. That was a and. I there's an and in there. There's an implied and. Uh huh. Okay. But I really do. I really do. <laughs> uh-huh, what uh-huh. are you guys' names again? Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm Bill, and yeah. she's Bill. And I'm I'm paying attention. So since you guys oh. recommended my girl, can um, I? Can I? Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> can can I? Sorry. Before uh, before Paul starts ass- assaulting our our senses here. <laughs> Um, because somehow, somehow he assaults more than just our ears when he sings. Somehow it like gets into my nose. Um, I just wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to call something out actually, because this is, we don't get a whole lot of fan mail. I don't know why I'm just assuming it's lost in the tubes, but I did want to mention that we got a, we got a a rare piece of fan mail in the electronic mail, uh, from, uh, Carol B. And I just wanted to, uh, to, to just excerpt this just a little bit, um, she says, I appreciate what each of you has to contribute, perhaps with a wee bit of partiality to what Paul may say. I don't know why. Um, I think Renee has a natural gift in her voice and, and manner which she might pursue professionally with success. Uh, I feel that none of you should give up your day jobs to seek recording contracts as singers. Uh, thank you, Carol. Oh, she also says you were wonderful in Doll Shark, which uh, I actually have not seen, but I'm, I, I, I'm assuming we were, we were wonderful in that. I think we were the stars of that movie, right? Uh, anyways. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Carol, for listening and writing in and uh, and and dissing our singing uh, and putting us in our place. <laughs> we appreciate that. Yes, thank you. All right. Well, speaking of singing, um, since I like I said, I do pay attention to you guys. I know one of you guys recommended uh, uh, My Girl this week, right? So, in honor of My Girl, this is a no. This is this hit the Hawaiian charts by um, Satanic ska band Mephistopheles. This is a really good hit. Uh, yum, 
yum bumblebee bumblebee tuna i love bumblebee bumblebee tuna i love bumblebee bumblebee tuna i love a sandwich made with bumblebee join in yum yum bumblebee bumblebee tuna i love bumblebee bumblebee the weekend of July 21st, Zachary recommended Tour de Pharmacy, available on HBO Max, and The Road, available on Tubi, Pluto, Plex, and Freebie. And No Country for Old Men, available on Prime, Paramount Plus, Pluto, and Plex. Paul recommended X, available on Fubo and Showtime, and Pearl, also available on Fubo and Showtime. I recommended Seven, available on Tubi and Apple TV. And the fifth element available on Tubi. Love a sandwich made with bumblebee. Not an ad. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, it was it was a big hit there. Look, it, it was either that or I was gonna do uh, um, bad case of loving you, which I think was at the end of, of X. So. <laughs> I yeah, I was sitting there like, um, about these movies <laughs> only one of them we only talked about one I, of them. I i no i i actually it wasn't that i was disappointed about that i was disappointed that paul didn't hear me ripping off his oh i did though his, i oh, did. did i swear to god i listened and then i just you know blanked it was how many weeks it was like five weeks ago that's like a million years in internet time that's true 